Hey Future Medics! I'm Anne. And I'm Joshvi, and today we have Dr. Nipin Kalva with us today. This is our very first episode, and we are so excited to start this medical journey with you guys. Before we start, make sure to subscribe to our Spotify and Apple Podcasts and our YouTube. And then finally, make sure you follow our Instagram um, where we get to interact with you guys. And so with that out of the way, Dr. Lavinia, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? So I'm an infectious disease consultant, as uh, I think uh, you already know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, as a part of infectious disease uh, specialty, we see a lot of infections. So my primary uh, base practice is majority is from the hospital. I try to keep outpatient as minimal as possible because I'm not an outpatient like mm -hmm. kind of a person. I love my inpatient work. So that that's where we are at. So my graduated, grew up in India, uh, medical school was in India, so like any kind of a, like, you know, foreign medical graduate, I had to go through like step one, step two, I think which you guys also will go through at mm -hmm. this point of time, and then apply for residency. My internal medicine residency was at Harvard University in Washington, D.C. Fellowship was also in the same university. I was on that faculty for two more years right there, mm -hmm. and then, you know, practice, yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, even though you did mm -hmm. your like education mm -hmm. in India, you still had to yeah. come back here and like do additional like steps. Yes, I think that's mandatory for any um, uh, any student or anyone who's uh, applying for residency program. Mm -hmm. Even for you, post medical school, during your medical school, you still go through step one, step two, mm -hmm. uh, and also your clinical skill assessment, which is a part of that you will go through that. I think no matter what, whether you're a US graduate or a foreign graduate, you have to go through the same process. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So now that we got a little background about you, mm -hmm. let's get into your medical education. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. but before we dive into mm -hmm. like the actual like, school experience, mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to know like how you decided you wanted to go into infectious disease. Okay. Because I know there's like so many fields and for me personally, mm -hmm. um, I want to try and experience all of them before okay. like, mm -hmm getting into it, but I feel like there's like way too many to do that. There are way too many, but I think while during your residency program and during your, actually let me put it this way, during your medical school, while you're training, mm -hmm. that's the step stool for you to decide what kind of a physician you want to be, whether you want a gynecologist, you want a pediatrician, whether you want a surgeon. That's when you decide what you want to be. But for me, I went into internal medicine, which is like a general medicine. But when you are training through your general medicine for three years, you rotate through every specialty. Um, and then, you know, certain things you like, certain things you do not like. Yeah. For me, I could have ruled out 99% of the specialties because I just don't like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's where, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like you get to, um, like as part of your education, you get to like experience everything. Everything, yeah. yes. Okay. Say for example, you, uh, yes, you rotate through cardiology, you rotate through oncology, you rotate through gastroenterology, which is like, you know, all the, uh, you know, all that. But, you know, when you rotate through that, you are there for a month and sometimes two months if you want to, mm -hmm. like, get more out of it. That will eventually will decide about what your interest is. A lot of people, it doesn't mean that you need to do specialization you can directly go to your primary care, which is like a general practitioner out of your residency. Yeah. There is no mandate that you have to do a specialty. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like other than just your interest, was there anything else that you took into consideration while choosing your career? 
uh, like as an infectious disease doctor or as a medi me medical? Just like medical in general. Medical, no. Um, I did not take, I'm very bad with math, okay? <laughs> so I think growing up back in India, my dad is a surgeon, mm -hmm. so mom is a homemaker. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, my, uh, I have a sibling mm -hmm. who is very good in math, so she went into engineering. She faints if she sees a drop of blood. <laughs> at the same time, I'll get the same feeling if I look at the math. So that made my things easy, okay? So. Uh, uh, at this, uh, growing up, remember, like, you know, back in India, when I was young, it's not the same awareness or anything. It's like uh, a very uh, kind of a, either you become an engineer or you become a doctor, right. like, right? Yeah. So, I'm not a math person, automatically I steered into the science. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see. <laughs> okay, yeah, <that> <laughs> so, yeah. we know that, like, you completed the majority of your education in India, as you've said. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, could you just give us like an overview of the structure of your schooling so we could know a little So bit. the way how I think, let me compare it from uh, the way of Indian educational system versus here, right? Yeah. So for the Indian uh, educational system, after 12th grade, um, then you have your, like how you do uh, your SAT or uh, like, you know, for uh, uh, entrance exam for either a medical or an engineering track, you give that basic mm -hmm. structure that that exam mm -hmm. and then depending on your ranking you have like a multiple colleges you match into that like that mm -hmm. so but you're going directly from your 12th grade you're mm -hmm. not doing your undergrad of four years and then applying for a medical college and then you're applying for that oh. so I went directly from 12th grade into the medical college mm -hmm. so and then after medical college then I did my residency here mm -hmm. so which is like but here I think some of the programs in US not sure why they have the structure like this, but they do have undergrad four years, but yeah. you also can have undergrad plus fast-tracked medical program club together, which can reduce your time oh, to yes like six me, right? years, yes like, yes you know, yeah. yeah. So it can reduce it to six years, or it can reduce it to seven, or it can be eight, but mm -hmm. you're a guaranteed medical program at that point of time. Right. So, but you, you still have to do a certain number of uh, years of undergrad yes. here. So. so in that way, I, caught up with four years, mm -hmm. that, yeah, after then advantage, yeah. Yeah, so the <laughs> education in India is like a lot less than yeah. like here. Uh, yes, because there, there's no undergrad, yeah. but keep in mind your medical schooling is only four years, for us it's five and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because for five and a half, because we have to do a mandatory internship rotation after mm. medical school, that increases the time. Oh, but yeah. without that you don't get the degree though. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I would still rather do it in India yeah. than doing undergraduate <laughs> doing four years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, one of the biggest things that mm. I um, am like really scared about, and I think mm. like other high schoolers too, is like the crazy like workload and like the um, number of hours you have to put mm -hmm. into the education. Mm. So like, is this like something that we should be concerned about? Um, concerned about the hours? Yeah, like the educate, like the workload, like the stress. See, I, I always tell anyone, even my kids, the same thing. You have to really like the medical track. Right. Okay. Yeah. You really have to like it because you are committing your life to it. <laughs> it's not like a half halfway through medical college and say, oh, I don't like it. Let me go away. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the reason is you have to understand to start with the number of hours you have to put in. Mm -hmm. Okay. No yeah. matter what, what stage of life you are. Yeah. Yeah. So y if you are prepared for it, it's not like you are done with exams and you don't have to write exams again. Mm -hmm. No, I still write my exams every 10 years. Oh. 
So you have to keep up with the board certification and you have to keep up with the continued medi medical education. You have to keep up with it. So unless you truly like it and you know that what you're getting into, then you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, that was one of my biggest fears too. And I've heard like so many stories about people who just drop out of medical school halfway because yeah. of the rigor. Yeah. And like me and Josh, we, we go mm -hmm. to like a special mm -hmm. STEM school. So yes. the yeah. workload is a little harder there and we're already like really struggling. So we were thinking mm -hmm. like, how are we going to manage med school if we can't even get through high school? Basically, the medical school, I think it's just that if you're more organized, you should be fine. But mm -hmm. there, is, there are a lot of us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you cannot compare with your uh, um, other friends who might be in a different field. They might be having fun. They might be going for <laughs> yeah. You know, you may not have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a sacrifice yeah. that comes yeah. with yeah. it. Yeah. And then, like, other than, like, organization, is there mm -hmm. anything else, like, that we have to develop with our, like, work, work ethic to, like, be able to manage? Uh, I think more is, like, organization. Like, you know, don't have backlogs, but I don't think the educational system here will let you have that kind of a thing. Okay, because yeah. I think they, I think, I'm pretty sure that you are going to have very frequent periodical assessments, tests, and everything. Yeah. So that will make you study. Yes. majority of the time. I think it's a little bit different from Indian system to here. For us, uh, once you start the college, uh, the academic year, mm -hmm. we have only one midterm and final exam. Mm -hmm. And here, I don't think you have that. You have multiple uh, like assessments, like yeah. you know, yeah. questions. So that will keep up for you to keep going. For us, and here it's a multiple choice. For us, we have to write there a uh, like a paragraph essay questions. Oh, wow. So either you know it, if there's no <laughs> guesswork, it's like a, you know it or you don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> and like we were like talking about this one TikTok that we saw, and it was like just like emphasizing on the hours. It was basically this medical student that was like, how to like only stay up until 5 a.m. And we were like, what like. 5 a.m. is like a good thing for yeah. medical students. Is that how long you had to stay up as well? Not medical uh, medical school. I wouldn't say if you're organized and you know you're right. you know you're keeping up with your stuff. I don't think you need to be up. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess the final exam is always a revision of the entire year. Mm -hmm. Then at the time you cram much, like you know, a lot. Right. And yeah. then yeah, certain hours are required. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of how it is uh -huh. for like me and Anne because huh? we have. Um, final exams for oh our school gosh. too and like and then like, like you're studying at the end, uh, like yeah. midnight right? yeah. Yeah. you'll be up on call at like yes. 5 a.m. <laughs> quizzing each other yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think yeah that, that hours are expected mm -hmm. I won't say expected but I guess that it happens yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah but it's not like an everyday thing I don't think so okay that's yeah. good yeah. I hope not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like going back to your passion thing because you were saying passion is a really important thing that's yeah. also one of the points I wanted to yeah. ask about mm -hmm. like I know a lot of people tell me the same thing you did like mm -hmm. if you have the passion for it you can definitely get through it yeah. but then again I was thinking like there's only so much passion I can have if I'm like very stressed out and stuff and okay. like I'm the type of person that I'll get like bursts of productivity and mm -hmm. then I'll get really burnt out and I feel okay. like that's not a good system to have for medical school so mm -hmm. I don't know like um, like, do you think passion is enough, or do you think work discipline is Both, more important? All. All. So the work is, the, the discipline is a little bit important because, you know, it, in that way you can organize your work. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess your interest to keep going will keep going. And once you're organized, if, say for example, I sometimes can procrastinate my work. Yeah. 
okay, because I still have two weeks worth of notes to dictate <laughs> from the office, because that's not important to me at this point of time. I said, okay, I don't dictate, I don't get money, fine, let me put it that way. But uh, at the same time, if you don't do that kind of a stuff, then mm -hmm. you're already caught up. There is nothing for you to be worried about, I right. guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, another thing that um, we were, like, really concerned about is, so I was, um, my mom was talking to her family friend about mm -hmm. this. So her son is going into IT, mm -hmm. and her reasoning for it is because, um, like, by the time that we're done with all our education, like, the IT people and us will be earning, like, the same amount, roughly, right? So, like, not saying that, like, money mm -hmm. is happiness, mm -hmm. but it's, like, well, it should transcribe, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, for number of hours you put. Yeah. I think you will make better money, but still at the cost of much more, many more hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would still, because like today, I mean, it's like my day is different, but like you saw me walking in at what, 6.15? Yeah. I still mm -hmm. have another one and a half worth of notes from the hospital to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in that sense, like, you know, you have to... Yes, you do make more money than them, but you also will have many more wow. hours yeah. to do. You may not have all weekends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you may not, like the, for an IT guy, they shut off, they're shut off. Right. Yeah. But your brain cannot shut, for you there's no shut off. Yeah. Your right. phone is on, you're constantly answering phone calls, yeah. if you're right. <laughs> but it all depends on what kind of a um, work structure you are in. Either you are by yourself or you know you're a huge group, then your phone is done. By yeah. the other ones your rounds are done. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um oh, and while we're on the topic of like workload in medical school, I've heard like a lot of different opinions about which part of medical school is the hardest. Like I know you didn't do undergrad, but like the three year mm -hmm. undergrad mm -hmm. medical school and um, residency. So which would you say was the hardest for you and which do you think is the hardest for most people? All of them are the same, um, mm -hmm. but the thing is in residency, uh, you, you're not giving exams like in medical school, so right. you may not be, but you, you're working. Right. Okay. And then you have one final board exam after three years, okay. which you have to finish. But at the same time, you're working, but you're getting paid for that. Right. But in medical school, you have constant exams, and for me, writing exams and all of them are, mm -hmm. doesn't interest me. So in that way, I would say medical school would, I would say, just the exam part is hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, not the writing, but we used to have oral exams. So that means to say somebody is asking you, an external examiner coming in, mm -hmm. they have all the specimens in front of you, and he can pick anything and just say, okay, explain this, no. Oh, okay, wow. so I'm not sure you have that kind of a system here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, we had that. Uh, so that was the worst part. That's a lot of okay. pressure to That's just lot do of, it. Because right you don't know what them. they're go going to ask exactly. you. Yeah. yeah. Out of all one and a half years worth of topic, like, you know, you're asking. Like it you can be like anything. It can be yeah. anything. So how much can you store in the brain? Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's not in the American system. <laughs> oh, God, that would be so scary. <laughs> so I don't think so you have that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but residency was fine. Fellowship was good. Yeah, mm -hmm. I loved my fellowship. Wait, what is fellowship? Fellowship is like your specialization after your residency. Oh. Yeah. So basically, like my infectious disease is a specialization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, is it's a fellowship? Yeah. So do you only have to go into your fellowship if you are specializing in something? Yes. So you need to have your basic specialization, yeah. like kind of say for example pediatrics, mm -hmm. right? It's a it's a basic specialization. After pediatrics, you can be a pediatric cardiologist. Oh, 
So you need to finish your basic pediatric three years and then you need to specialize in pediatric cardiology. So that is next level. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so you need to have your base. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Also, I feel like we've been like scaring our listeners a yeah. lot. No, you're fun. Yeah. So fun. We've just been talking about yeah, all yeah. the negative things like our podcast. No, it's all, po- it's all positive. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like all fun. But the only right. thing I would say that, you know, you should like it and you be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So if you have but the then passion. things will come. You know, you can still have fun. Mm-hmm. You can still go out to uh, dinner and movies. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you can still sleep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. That was the one thing I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we obviously know that the medical journey is yes. a lot by all we've said. Mm-hmm. But just to end off like the school experience on a positive mm-hmm. note, what was like the highlight of your medical journey? What kept you going when things were hard? Things were hard, I think, like, you know, the day will end, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great mindset. Yes, like, it has only 24 hours, it will end, yeah, so it can. So, but, you know, you get, like, uh, you get your days off, you know, sometimes your patients are very, very thankful to you. Right. You know, those are the, all the positives, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun, like, you know, you have, like, friends, like, you can sit and eat your lunch and then joke about all the funny patients and funny comments, yeah. <laughs> too like I feel like at um, our like STEM school yeah. like the one thing that I like the most about it are like the friends and like yeah like the connections that we make. correct yeah. yeah so you do like you know you have like you know when you start in a crew you know you have friends so I said like, okay you can say okay let's go for lunch now yeah. so it's not mandated that you are like your the working hours are like you're rigid yeah. you can only take a lunch hour like in this time it's not yeah. like that yeah right. that's <laughs> yeah. good yeah. Yeah, so we've been kind of talking a lot about your education, but now let's get into the fun stuff, like your okay. actual work experience. Okay. Okay, so um, we know that you work with infectious diseases, mm-hmm. but like me personally, I don't 100% know like what that entails. Mm-hmm. So like, um, like, could you give us like a brief like overview, like what type of patients do you work with? What diseases do you work with? So basically infectious disease means any infection okay, right. under the sun. <laughs> we deal with okay <laughs> so in that 50 percent of them are dealt by regular like your your primary doctors okay so we deal with what they can't do okay when they're beyond that yes. okay so majority of them uh, um, as i mentioned see i like to keep my practice majority by seeing patients in the hospital so whenever if, like a physician like you if you're in the hospital ma- managing the patient mm-hmm. you go into a roadblock and then you say okay dr lavanya come and see this patient i need uh, opinion on this i need uh, something mm-hmm. so we see uh, if at all you have to ask um, answer what kind of uh, patients we day to day see uh, in this like fun past three years with the great covid we see plenty of them <laughs> okay <laughs> We see tuberculosis, we see meningitis, we see pneumonia, we see urinary tract infections, mm-hmm. people who have surgeries and they get that area or anything getting infected, we mm-hmm. see them, so we manage antibiotics. Okay, so, okay. so like, mm-hmm. I know like some infectious diseases like tuberculosis, right, it's like a big part of like global health, so do you like yeah. work with like stuff like that too, like do you um, work to like mm-hmm. improve like global health as well? 
that's going to be a very different spectrum that goes into the public health. Okay. So public health, the way how I practice is not a part of it because okay. that's a very different area and they have their own people to do that. Yeah. But all these kind of infections gets reported to the county health department. Okay. They usually follow it up, but they make the physician as a part of it because the treatment has to be given by a physician but they trace and they track and all of that. So some of the infections in general, whether you like it or not, gets reported to the county and they okay. track and they trace. Okay, yeah. so it's like yeah. they, they know everything. Correct. They have their protocols and they do that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like in terms of like research, like for example, I wanna be a neurosurgeon, but like I also wanna continue doing research even as a doctor. So like, mm -hmm. do you, I know that you have to publish a lot of research articles within med school in order to show that you're really working hard, but mm -hmm. when you actually get into your job, do you still do that research or is it just more patients? You can do, that, that kind of a thing happens in a very academic setting mm -hmm. because you can be a neurosurgery department and you can publish a lot of papers mm -hmm. in that. But say for example, if you come into a community practice or like into the community hospital, like let's say, for example, I'm just giving Western Hospital or right. Lowland Hospital, they are like, not academic oriented. Mm -hmm. Fairfax, yes, because there are students, medical students, there are residents, fellows, so you have the opportunity to teach mm -hmm. and then you can publish all the cases right. or you can look at the track of it. So if you want to really looking into your research based and also do your uh, thing, I would say that has to be a good academic based uh, setting. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, so I know like in every field of medicine, there's like so many different like subfields. Like I know like mm -hmm. if you like, if you're like an orthopedic doctor, like uh -huh. you could like work with like the spine or like the hand or like- Correct, like, but they can go into minute. I only do yeah. this finger, right? I only <laughs> only <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so like how many like different branches like are there mm -hmm. for like infectious diseases? In infectious diseases, no, because beyond that there is nothing. Okay. Oh, you can go or, no, once you specialize in infectious diseases, you can just work your niche into certain things. Okay. Like for uh, Fauci. So his main area of research and his interest is in viruses. Okay. So even though he's infectious diseases, his main research is more academic and his main goal was exactly in viruses. Okay. okay? So like that, some infectious diseases um, physicians can only concentrate on transplant infections. Mm -hmm. And uh, they will, means they know everything about it, but their main interest is transplant. So they work exclusively in that section. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you can still, if you want to go into niche, you can do that, mm -hmm. yeah. So like, do you have a specific like, niche for yourself or do you have a favorite? Not in this, I like my transplant infections, mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, I also loved my work when I was in India, like you know that I stayed in India, right? Yeah. Th that spectrum of infections were like, I don't even think like any ID here will see it. <laughs> yeah. Because there's so much of tropical and so much of varied infections. I think that experience made me a better physician. Yeah. 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 But here, uh, I don't think they would have seen those infections <laughs> here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so I think like mm -hmm. we definitely like understand mm -hmm. a lot more about mm -hmm. um, your field. Yeah. And so like right now, I'm doing an internship mm -hmm. and it, at like an internal medical mm -hmm. clinic office. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, the doctor there, he works like a normal like eight hour shift, five days a week. Mm -hmm. And so then this like really surprised me because I thought like mm -hmm. like doctors just work like 
20 hours a week, like, or, like, 20 hours a day, like, all day, all seven days a week. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I was just wondering if this is just, like, a common misconception or does it depend on, like, the field that you work in? It depends on how, how the, depending on uh, what kind of a physician you are to start with. So all primary care physicians um, who do not work in the hospital setting, mm -hmm. they can dictate their own hours, right? So yeah. uh, say for example, if I were to be a, I said, I, okay, my office is only from 9 to 12. After that, I'm not seeing any patient. And I'm home by 2 o'clock. Oh. Okay, so right? Yeah, right. So it all depends on how much workload you want to take and what interests you. See, for a primary care physician, your office can be, you can open your office at 8 o'clock until 6 o'clock. Or you can work from I'm nine to one. I'm done. Oh, so it's like all like based on your like personal like preference. Your your personal preference. So in that way, say for example, then in that way you can if you want to balance your rest of the you know fun part of it and the social life, you can balance oh, it. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know yeah. that. I thought yeah. you just had to go with the hours they give. No, no, that if you are an employee. Oh, if you I say see. if you are self-employed, you can dictate your hours. Or even if you're unemployed, you can say this is the only few hours I work. So ex economics and then your work hours are interrelated. Uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just like you had to like do There's no mandate. No, that's yeah. during uh, your training. But not once you graduate, mm -hmm. you are you're on your own. Yeah. So in that way, you can dictate your hours if you want to. Mm -hmm. You can say, okay, I'm going to be part-time. I'll work only one week a month. Oh, wow. So let's say that. Let's put that example. So the rest three weeks is yours. Oh. But at the same time, you that that will not transcribe into economics. Right. <laughs> yeah, I see. But you know, all this uh, that's a balance of what yeah, you're looking I at see. it, right? So in that yeah. way, no, you can dictate your hours. You can say how this is what I want my life to be. Okay. This is like a yeah. huge like yeah. like reassurance. I yeah. know. No, you slog. You have to put like you know you literally have to do everything. Yeah. But once you graduate, you are the one who dictates. So so amazing. for your neurosurgery, right? right? Yeah. So as a, you can say I'm going to operate only once a week. Okay, let me put it that hey. way. <laughs> so but that one week, that one uh, day um, in a week, you might operate two three cases, and mm -hmm. then you're done. So the rest of the days you might see an office patient there, one or two consoles here, and you're done, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's like the number one thing I was worried about, honestly, because yeah. yeah. I would always talk to my mom. I'd be like, I really love neurosurgery, but I don't want to be working like 20 <laughs> hours a day. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So that can happen if you're in a university segment, because if you're on call, right. and then you might want to have to put in those hours, mm -hmm. but I, at the same time, you have the rest of the time different. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what I, but training period, you have to suck it up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but after that, that, you after have you everything. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. that, yeah. And then you dictate your own uh, lifestyle. Okay, yeah. so that's like, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like all that, like, amount of work you put in, it, then after you can just yeah, do whatever. Yeah. 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 Because I can work every day, or uh, I can do, but yeah, even now I miss many, many things, but at the same time, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I remember seeing this one video and it was this neurosurgeon, it was like 70 questions with a neurosurgeon and he yeah. was like, I get six hours of sleep and I work so much but it's honestly because I love it. And I was like, is he lying? Because there's <laughs> no way you can sleep that little and like, but I guess people like still they love do, it that do, much yes, that they do it yes, like yes, that. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, um, the, like for you, um, do you? Like making, mm -hmm. or yeah, do you like making it like time consuming, like 
do you work a lot of hours? I do. Okay. Yes, because but um, I don't start at seven in the morning. To, okay. My day starts a little later yeah, because I have somebody who will start earlier than me. Uh, Means okay. like my assistant. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I still have to supervise them because I'm liable for them, their, mm -hmm. uh, their judgments. Right. Uh, so my day today started around 11.30. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, because whatever, for whatever reason it is, I'm late today. Right. But I'm home usually before. Oh, that's yeah. good, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And um, so we also kind of wanted to know about like the current focus in your field. So mm -hmm. we know that like each field has like their own problems that need to be improved. So like, what do you think is like, the biggest problem in your field, or like something that like people are striving to improve right now. Like I know COVID is obviously Correct. Big no, one. Uh, striving to improve would be new medications in pipeline are not there. Mm -hmm. So and we are losing existing medications for resistance things mm -hmm. because they're not work, going to work anymore. And uh, pharmaceutical research is a huge thing. It's uh, like billions of dollars worth. Right. But what comes out of it is very very minimal. So new medications are. A, a, that pharmaceutical pipeline is important. But coming to the infectious disease, like day-to-day -day stuff, I think just awareness, education, you know, be mindful with the, and keep up with the science. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, what's one thing that you think that like doctors mm -hmm. could do to help like improve like patient like treatment? Um, in what, in what way, Jessica? Yeah. Um, uh, like, Okay, because um, mm -hmm. for my clinic, at least, um, where I go, mm -hmm. like the doctor, uh, I know a lot of like mm -hmm. patients come in and they're like in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. And one patient, I remember she mm -hmm. had like, she was struggling with her like family life. And even though like my doctor, mm -hmm. like like the doctor that works mm -hmm. at the clinic, mm -hmm. he doesn't do like therapy and stuff like that. He mm -hmm. was like giving her like, um, mm -hmm. like reassurance and he was like trying to help her out okay. like, stuff like that. So like, like kind of like that. Like, what do you think that like doctors could do better to improve like, like patients' health, even though they don't like actually like specialize? Access to health, I think possibly, because a lot of patients, even though as you mentioned, the um, the, uh, the the physician, the doctor who you are interning with, knows and acknowledges that they, that patient needs help, and they may not be able to do it. They can reassure. But they can, I think, possibly show avenues. But the thing is, the patient has to go and then exactly okay. do that. Because I may not be able to do a good counseling or yeah. whatever it is, but they still have to make it. But for 15 to 20% of the patients, they cannot access that. Mm -hmm. uh, and there will be pitfalls in that. Okay. So, so cracks in continuity of care, cracks in mutual communication, a lot of times a patient might see you mm -hmm. and they come to me later for the same problem and I'm so blinded because they might have seen you earlier and I don't know what might have happened. I think if they are able to connect multiple health records across the country, oh, I see. so I can say, oh, you have seen Dr. Jashwi, so what did they say? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So maybe like um, work towards making like a database where like, where any uh, any health record talks to each other. Yeah, yeah. that's smart. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise, you know, a patient moves from here to California, so that doctor doesn't know what has happened here, and yeah. they're like starting all over again, 
and half the time um, m many of the resources are wasted just like that yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so I mean I think we went over majority of your work experience mm -hmm. so like just to finish off this yeah. section could you tell us like the best and worst part about your job uh, worst part? The fun part? Yeah, fun part. Fun part, like 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 <laughs> <laughs> worst part, I would say that, you know, sometimes, you know, you work kind of, whatever it is, sometimes you, you just get like, um, you're just like, they think it's a, just a business model. The patients think that, oh, I'm paying you, you better pay me oh. my service. That you to get a lot of that attitude once you, yeah, you know. That, that's the worst thing. I said, like, you know, come on. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the other aspect also would be is um, being a, a, not a procedure-oriented, okay, let, uh, let me uh, pick on you. If you become a neurosurgeon, okay. correct, and yeah. she is an infectious disease, you mess up a surgery, mm -hmm. and she treats the infection, but the patient is always grateful to you, not to her. <laughs> oh, I see. It's kind of the same with nurses, right? Yes, like nurses they do so much, yeah. but uh, the you know the doctors get the thing, but not the nurses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but actually, in fact, nurses put a lot more than yeah. what we do, and they are like underappreciated. Right. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and finally, mm -hmm. like. What is the biggest piece of advice you would give to like high schoolers trying to pursue um, a medical career? I just say like you know just like stay focused and then keep up. You're like you know that's what your dream is, right? Yeah. yeah. Just work towards it. That's it. There is no magic rule for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they say, oh my God, you need to go to medical school. You need to do this. You need to do that. I don't think so. As long as I think what they look at is your consistency. Right. It's not like, you know, say for a, you don't need to do a research and then produce 100 papers. Yeah. They, that might give you an edge, but I think possibly they're looking at is uh, you can be, what, you are, you sing a lot and you yeah. participate in comp. That consistency is what they're looking at. Basically, they're looking okay. at your patterns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to close mm -hmm. off the interview, do you want to tell us like a funny story? Funny, where yeah. I got kicked out of the operating room. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh tell us about me. <laughs> no, no, because as a part of program, the very first year of my residency, I was very undecided okay. what you want. So there is a year called transitional year. So you get to do every specialty which you want to pursue. Which year is that? Uh, like it's like a very first year after oh. your medical school. So if you, okay. you, you, you don't know whether you want to be a surgeon, you, do not want, you don't know whether you want to be a pediatrician or a gynecologist. Mm -hmm. So that year will make you go through every specialty, like a rotation, but as a residency. Mm -hmm. So in that, the two months was surgery. Mm -hmm. And that like on the day when I was on call, mm -hmm. uh, so and then, you know, you have like, in DC, you have like all this trauma, like, you know, accidents and gunshot wound cases, and then you have to scrub into the operating room, right? To help <laughs> your seniors, right. or like all your five-year seniors. <laughs> so, but the thing is, you have a class that how to scrub into a surgical case. This is a mandated one-hour class. Mm -hmm. But that day, they were short of people, and they said, like, come in and help, and I didn't know what to do what. And the, like, you know, the in-charge nurse, for, I said, no, she can't scrub in. So she said, oh, no. you know, she got actually, oh, no, no, she cannot, and I got kicked out. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you cry? No, no. You <laughs> <laughs> just walked away and you're like, okay. I don't think I have to, I scrub in at 11 in the night, and I'm holding the forceps for until 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so she saved you, kind of. Yeah. She kind yeah. of saved me, but like not after that. <laughs> oh, yeah.
but that, you know, those are the kind of things which will make you laugh. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like thinking back. Thinking back, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I don't. I, I never forgot that nurse. I never <laughs> forgot that incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, that, that was good. Yeah. yeah. So I think we went pretty in depth and covered mm. a lot of like the listeners' potential yeah. questions. But yeah. guys, if you think we missed anything important, you didn't miss anything, and you are, <laughs> you can still go ahead with medical school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but please feel free to tell us if like we didn't answer any of your questions or something, mm. and we can arrange something like maybe mm. we can like contact Dr. Lavinia mm. and she can answer them, and we can post them or something like that. But um, just contact us, and we're really open to any feedback. So please let us know. And and um, just like we just wanted to thank you guys for tuning into our very first episode um, and we're really excited to be starting like a medical journey with you guys um, and thank you Dr. Lavinia thank you thank for, you for having starting. me here yes. yeah. yeah I think we learned a lot from her so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, make sure to tune into our next episode it's going to feature one of you guys and if you want to be featured make sure to check our website and fill in the form that's all Yes. Yes. Medics, Medics off the, the mic. mic. <laughs> <laughs>